Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Friday, December 3rd, and it's a big day here at Sattler Financial as we prepare for Shred Day. That's where we bring in this big shredder truck from 10 to 2 today, Friday, December 3rd, 10 to 2, back behind our office. We'll have the shred truck there. We'll have a drive-through. You don't even have to get out of your car, pop the trunk. We'll get. We'll have people there to get your stuff out for you take it to the shred truck and get it shredded. So excited about that. This is our annual event uh, that we enjoy doing uh, for the community. So with that, I hope you will we'll see you sometime today uh, driving through and getting your stuff shredded. Hey, remember though, we've had a lot of volatility the last two weeks and um, it can continue today as we have a few economic numbers coming out uh, and who knows where that will drive us at the end. But remember, there's only one thing that you can control, and that's the risk you have in your in your portfolio. And, uh, and that's why we developed our core retirement design to help you analyze that and to make sure that you have the retirement you always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. Thanks for joining us today. We'll have Dave here in just a moment. And Dave will be here today, too, from 10 to 2 to help us celebrate the Shred Day. papers today too starting at 10 at Statler Financial Services. Speak of the devil, it's time to check in and see what's going on with your money with our local pro, Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services, who I sincerely hope can hear me on the line this morning. Philip, can you hear me? I can hear you today, Dave. I don't know what happened yesterday. You just kind of faded off into Never Never Land. <laughs> I've got a sneaking hunch, I know, and I think this time it was my fault. I got a burned out button light here and I didn't know I wasn't feeding you junk, so I apologize. Uh, we're starting out this morning with a whole bunch of disappointments on the economic front. Let's set the table. First of all, yesterday we had one of those recovery days. Dow ended up just skyrocketing up 618 points. Standard and Poor's was up by almost a percent and a half, too, up 64. And NASDAQ was up eight tenths of a percent at 50 at uh, 127 points up. Now, the rhythm we seem to be having during this time of volatility is if, you were up, if we're up one day, we're going to be down the next. And it didn't look that way until the government dumped some data on us this morning. Well, that's true. We, um, we, we had some good numbers coming into this morning. I mean, I was looking at the futures. They were pumping up really high, but they are trailing off. Uh, given what we're seeing in the jobs front um, that reported today. And that was uh, a huge disappointment at 210,000 non-farm jobs. Man, the expectation, Dave, was like 573,000. That's yep. a big miss. Uh, yeah, we missed by over half. And the fact that they revised upward the numbers for September and October, they were relatively small upward numbers. They mumped them up by like 10%. But it was nowhere near the kind of gain they needed in order to show 210. And you and I were talking before we went on the air. Uh, both of our bull crud detectors are going off at uh, really loud volumes because if you remember the ADP number from Wednesday morning, ADP said the private sector added like a half a million jobs last month. Well, uh, somebody's way off in left field, and I'm kind of wondering, because we're right at the first couple of days of December, uh, those government numbers are based on a survey of 50 states, and i got to kind of wonder whether or not we're looking at uh, 
whether or not we're looking at some uh, vital figures missing in the federal government report. How about you? Well, that and, and the other thing that, that really th- throws me off is the, the unemployment rate. They say the unemployment rate is 4.2%. Um, if we didn't uh, have as many people go to work, how does the unemployment number go down? Um, that, that, you know, that just doesn't quite uh, add up to me. Yeah, my original number showed steady at 4.6%. But again, you know, if we're not creating the jobs, more people entering the workforce, and some are going out and looking, whether, whether my number that I got on, the, on, on steady or down, either way, it doesn't make any sense one way or the other. No, I think we'll see some revisions next month. I got to believe it. Hourly wage was the other thing that the federal government reports on the first Friday of the month. And they showed that we're earning on balance 4.8% better than we did last year at this time. Kind of too bad the inflation rate is more than that, right? Well, that, that's right. I mean, and that was a slight miss, too. I mean, my guys expected four tenths of a percent increase um, for the month, and it only was a three tenths of a percent increase. So that was a slight miss on increased hourly earnings, too. So in, its, in, in the best-case scenario, it was a kiss in your sister report, but uh, actually, since everything was such a big miss, uh, I'd call it not good news, and the futures in the last half hour or so have kind of reflected that, haven't they? They, they have. They have continued to drop. They're still positive, don't get me wrong. Uh, but, you know, at 10 o'clock, I think we have a number that's going to be important today, too, and that's going to be the factory orders come out today, Dave. Oh, yeah, that's right. We had a couple of late morning reports that we didn't get to earlier in the week as well. And, you know, the, the market, as volatile as it is right now, they're taking even relatively minor reports and overreacting to them. I mean, the, the chart every day for the last oh, better part of a week, you know, has looked like a seismograph after a major earthquake. It, it does. Every time they come out and report something, you, you know, it causes some changes in the market uh, it fluctuates when that happens, and we continue to see that. We would like it to be more of a, a, a structured up and down, but uh, so far that's not been the case. We've seen a lot of volatility in the marketplace. Absolutely. We look at both the government reaction to the uh, Omicron variant on the COVID virus. Look at the fact that uh, the uh, vi- the vaccine companies are saying, yeah, we'll get a, vi- we'll get a vaccine out that will address it. But it's going to take us a few months, and then the possibility that Congress is going to be rushing through a whole pile of spending bills that may or may not be good, but they're definitely not particularly popular with Wall Street at this point. We're just into a real herky-jerky excuse for a Santa Claus rally here, aren't we? Yeah, we are, and we could sure use one with some of the volatility, but I, I just don't know if we're going to get it, Dave. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be an intriguingness to it. Half three weeks, that's for absolute certainty. Looking at some of the companies reporting at the tail end of earnings season, well, we got to start out with another dump. One of those companies that people don't think of as a household name, but most of us have used if we've ever closed on the sale of a home or anything. Our friends at DocuSign reported, didn't they? They did, and they really had not a bad quarter day. They they came in ahead of expectations. Uh, they actually beat earnings. Uh, by about 12 cents a share. So so it was good news on that front, but they are tanking this morning, Dave. I got to tell you that uh, the, the issue is not the past quarter, but the quarter looking ahead. And they're looking at the fourth quarter and DocuSign gave a range for their um, earnings, not their earnings, but their sales of between 557 million and 563 million. And all the analysts were expecting about 574 million. That's a huge, huge miss. And uh, DocuSign's paying the price this morning, down 32 percent. 
way yeah. below their 52-week low. Their 52-week low was $179. Right now, if they opened up this morning, they'd open up at 159 and, you know, that really, in, in the grand scope of things, that wasn't that big a miss on the guidance number. We're talking less than 10% off of what the street expected. They're really getting penalized for what uh, they're saying they might have happen. Yeah, they, they really are. That's, that's, that's a, just a big, big, big difference for them. And the other things we have, um, we've got um, Ulta uh, Beauty Supply, you know, the mm-hmm. cosmetics retailer. They had a pretty good quarter. Um, they earned three dollars and ninety three cents a share versus the two forty six as was expected, and they made oh about one hundred twenty million dollars more than expected. So so that was good for them. Uh, they are on the winning side of the of the ledger today, up four point eight percent, opening today at four oh two, which is getting kind of close to a fifty two week high. It's kind of a high price stock for a specialty store, isn't it? It, it is. So I've got three more for you. I'm going to give you the big, big winner for today first. Please. And that is Marvel Technology. Not Marvel, the, the, the comic guy, but Marvel Technology. Um, they're a chip manufacturer, and they really had a good quarter. Uh, they, they beat by about uh, four cents a share. Revenue topped uh, expectations uh, tremendously. They are actually trading up almost 22% today. They will open up at a new 52-week high at about $86 a share compared to $76 was, was their previous 52-week high. Wow. I, wa- I always ask the question, I wonder what kind of chips they make because that's, that's gangbusters, isn't it? It, it really is. It, it is. Um, and then we got two more losers, Dave. Hmm. Ollie's Bargain Outlet. We've got one Uh-oh. up in Avon Park. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they they had some disappointments, not necessarily. Well, they did disappoint earnings, too. Let's see if I can find it. It's not on my normal cheat sheet. Um, but they 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 missed on uh, on their earnings by not not a whole lot, but enough that, uh, that they're getting killed this morning. They missed by about 13 cents a share. Revenue. I don't have that number, but I know that uh, that here's the deal. They uh, they they came out and said for this next quarter, they're going to have issues too because the the can they continue to have issues with getting supplies, and then mm-hmm. what it costs to get them to them. Um, they like DocuSign are going to open up at a new 52-week low. They're down 21% right now. Holy so, crud. Yep, they'll open at a little under $50 a share. The uh, the going 52-week low was $57 a share. So they're taking a beating this morning. The last one I have for you today, not quite as bad as that, those two that we've talked about, but big lots came out. Um, they missed uh, in, in earnings and revenue. They say for sure their freight costs will make the full-year margins decline which is not good news for them. They're down one and a half percent today. They're barely above their 52 week low at $43 a share right now. Ouch. You know, both Ollie's and Big Lots strike me as a business plan. That's just going to have to weather the storm because those businesses specialize in surplus sales from other retailers. Now, the other retailers can't get anything in the full price stores ain't giving up a lot to the surplus liquidators. So, 
I got to believe they're having trouble. I mean, Big Lots and Ollie's got to work a lot harder to fill their stores up, don't they? That's right. Absolutely. And it costs more to get the stuff here. Absolutely. I mean, you know, they aren't letting go of it quite as easy in the big box stores because they don't have as much to fill up the shelves anymore. Yep, that's true. Makes a difference. Resetting the table. Update yesterday on Wall Street. Some disappointing economic news this morning. 45 minutes before we open up and throw some real money around. What are we looking at? Hey, we still got a green ink on the indexes. We got the Dow up $70, which is about two-tenths of a percent. The S&P 500 is up a little over $13, almost three-tenths of a percent. NASDAQ's up about a third of a percent. Small cap, Russell 2000 is up uh, six-tenths of a percent, the best deal we got going right now. On the other side of the coin, the commodity side, we've got silver uh, basically flat right now. Gold's up a third of a percent. Crude oil's heading back up. I mean, it was, I think, about where it was yesterday, but it's up 3.1% from the close at $68.58 a barrel. I kind of like that $64 number that I had this morning. Let's go, try to talk it down a little, shall we? Uh, I think so. That would be great. It'd be fine. Uh, take a look at the overseas markets. Asian rim mostly up this morning on the strength of our performance yesterday. Europe is looking at our green ink from yesterday and at least holding on to green ink this morning so far. And they're mostly up, although not as dramatically as some of the Asian rim was. Philip, it's uh, that time of the year where we start looking for a Santa Claus rally that we don't know what's going to happen. Don't count on a Santa Claus rally for your retirement funds. How do I find you in order to stabilize my fund? That's right, Dave. Hey, give us a call at 863-382-0037 to walk through our core retirement design so we can help you design retirement you've always dreamed of. But today, folks, don't forget, it's Shred Day here at Statler Financial, and it happens from 10 to 2. Please don't come early. There's fog up in Winter Haven. I'm afraid the trucks may be delayed just a little bit, so please, please don't come early. I know there's a lot of folks that like to get here early, but, but please don't come until 10. Um, that way we'll be ready for you and have everything streamlined and ready to go where we can get your stuff to the shred truck and get it shredded for you. And I'll be down there about 10, ready and raring to help folks unload their trunks as they drive through and get rid of their old valuable paperwork that they don't want prying eyes to see, right? That's right. And then uh, join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. I thank you so much. Normally, I'd say I see you on Monday, but it looks like I'm going to see you in about an hour, right? That's right. That's right. Thank you, my friend. I'll see All you right, then. Buddy. It's 105.7 right. Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. One old credit card bill. Hey, folks, again, I hope you have a great weekend. I hope I'll see you down here today from 10 to 2, getting your stuff shredded. I look forward to it. Have a great weekend. If I don't, until Monday, bye now.